The Damaged Goods Podcast. Your hands are free, dude. It's like you got three arms. Or like the three-titty chick in uh, Total Recall. You've never seen Total Recall, Tati? I, ha- I have. And hey, listen, when you're a nine-year-old boy and you saw and that the- movie and you saw this woman with three boobs, it was a mind-bender. It's a big deal. You don't know if you liked it or not. It was just you don't see a lot of three-boobed girls, you know, uh, ever. And maybe with those circus freak shows. I don't know if they still have those anymore, though. Wait, circus freak shows? You know, like those things. I think those are politically incorrect. Yeah, but you know, I mean, like back in the day, well before our times, I imagine in the 20s and 30s, they had those, you know, like freak shows. It would just be people with birthdays. Yeah, defects. like the guy with the one eye really yeah, did yeah. exist. Elephant Man. That's a sad movie. It is well, a sad movie, but Cher, it's great. Love oh, wait, her. is that what? Cher, the, is she in the Cher's one with Anthony the mom. Hopkins? Cher's the mom. An Elephant Man? Elephant Man? We're talking about the, like, the fucking. The, his face dude. is yeah, round. Yeah, he's got like a. That was Cher. She was the best part of, of that movie. How do you not remember? I know that? one Cher song. Two Cher songs. Do you know? I know. I, I'm not knocking Cher. I just don't know her song. She's got oh. the Believe in Love After Love or something or whatever. Believe in Love After Love. Yeah. And then what she, what she's got another big one from with Sonny Bono. I love you, babe. I got you, babe. She has another big one with Sonny Bono. I don't How do you know all the Cher stuff? I know every Cher song. I used to be obsessed with Cher, really? actually. She was one of my Cher, Lucille Ball. <laughs> Yeah, I was like obsessed with really strange things as a child. Yeah, yeah. My mom's like, "What is this?" Yeah, and I used to watch Nick at Night. Not Nick, not yeah, Nickelodeon. No, I watched Nick at Night. But Nick and Get Smart was on Nick there. At night. Green yeah. Acres. Green Zsa Acres Zsa is the place, place to be. be. Yeah, Zsa Zsa Gabor. Done. I love Farm that living is a life. There was a couple other gems on Nick at Night. You're a I like, gem. I am a gem. Are we I'm testing a... right now? Just oh no, we're rocking. We're rocking and rolling. Oh god, you don't even do an intro. No, nah, this is this is it's like a sleek intro, dude. I hear your stoner intro sometimes. This is my, I'm sneak introing my guest today. You usually t- say their name before. Oh, I'm saying your name right now, dude. You can call her by her proper name, or you can call her by her kind of like her. Um, it's like a, it's like a, it's not a moniker. I don't know. It's it's much more than a name. Her aura of Tati, or or Brittany Tatiana, or Sweet Tatas. Or sweet Tatas. She's a versatile woman, and uh, she's not only what I call like the CBD queen and, and uh, a cannabis genius. She's a yogi. She's a model. She's a, a an improv comedian, and she's one hell of a baker. Sweet, sweet tatas. Boom. Yeah, you don't not do much. <laughs> I do a lot yeah. of things. You do not which do much. Which some people would say is scattered. But those people also might wear sweatpants all day and play video games all day. And they might not be artists. Like we are artists. I feel like we if, do a if lot. You've of got that creative shit going on. You have to do something or else you go uh, you go mad. And you need to take CBD. Yeah. Oh, so you really go fucking. Yeah, it's true. Well, that's why I always, as we were talking about this before we started recording that, like a lot of people always ask me questions about different substances because mm-hmm. I may have experienced them, but I'm no, <laughs> uh, I'm no like master on it. And then you know, people talk to me about CBD stuff. I'm like, you gotta go holler, holler Tati, dude. She's the CBD queen. I appreciate that. Love, She's the dog. CBD yogi monster, fucking sound bath queen. She knows all that shit. Uh, she came over. You guys can't. See this. You're you gonna have to li- see her, listen, but you can't listen see with your either. eyes. You're gonna have to hear this. <laughs> she came up with this giant chest full of of, of all kinds of uh, hemp products and cannabis goodies, but lots of CBD tinctures and things of that nature, which are uh, lifesavers. You know. Yeah, I mean, there's all things CBD: flour, oils, mm-hmm. vapes, vapes, candies, soaps, all the soaps, gummies, topical. I have a topical serums. spray. That silver thing is a topical spray. Is it? Yeah. Wait. My guy, a molecular love. Why are we trying class. it? 
Go ahead. I mean, I rub it on like, you know, when my, my, I hurt my back surfing or my something sore. My girl have a sore neck from doing Who, whatever. Your friend made this? Yeah, he, uh, Molecular Labs, uh, Loveland Molecular Labs in Colorado. Dude, this smells delish. Yeah, dude. My man, David Bonvillain. He's been on this podcast David. before. He's a, he's a guy in the realm that you're in, you know, uh, on, in the cannabis world. Uh, works real high up. Does a lot of incredible uh, work with different products and some big companies. A lot of concentrates, flour, things of that nature. But... I like the topical sprays, the CBD for, for uh, physical pain. You know, although you do like, yeah, Advil's and things like that are awesome, but I try not to take them too much. Um, yeah. And I like mean, that shit, I, I have to apply it a little more often, you know, throughout the day. It's not like one time and over, but it's really, I find it good. It just makes you greasy, it makes you slippery. Oh, hmm. well, yeah. I think that's good for some things. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I'm, I use Foria, which is a CBD lube. It's also a THC Sexual lube? lube? Sexual lube. Sexual yes. CBD lube? Yes, it's delicious. It's wonderful. <laughs> it's it not delicious. Like it does not no. taste. I am not eating it. But is it, it like, is it just like, okay, is there a it's, reason that the CBD is in it versus just like a regular sexual lube? Well, they have CBD and THC in this lube, and it really heightens the experience, and it just... Oh. Oh, yeah. Tingles so, the, the vaginal yeah. regions. <laughs> and the other regions. Or the penal regions. Yes. The butt regions. The THC regions. one is a little more vibrant than the uh, CBD one, but it is a very that's nice. Uh, that's that's a smart thing. I mean, dude, they're, they they're put CBD in so mad, many things. Mad dough off of it, I'm sure. Big, that, well, that's like, honestly, one of the reasons I wanted to have you back on was like, you know, I use CBD for anxiety and physical pain and like all those different things that people use it for. And I feel like it's gotten more expensive, even in the last year to two. And yeah. the the reliability of it is 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 hit or miss sometimes. And yeah, I know there's a big difference between the CBD stuff that you see in like um, dispensaries and, and stores dedicated to cannabis products yeah. versus like the shit you'd be seeing in fucking Whole Foods or Sprouts or you know. Yeah. Or, or, I don't know. Can you clear up some of that for me, <laughs> for them, for us? Well, there's a lot going on in the uh, CBD community, and a lot of people are coming out with their like mom and pop versions yeah. of CBD oil and all that. And really, Homebrew. they're <laughs> hooch, the hooch of CBD, <laughs> which is fine and lovely. And all of their claims are based off of the effects of CBD oil in general, not necessarily their CBD oil. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm. So some things aren't mm. necessarily backed by actual proof from like a clinical claim or a medical claim or anything like that it's really just like yes yeah, cbd oil in in general helps but it's not necessarily going to be the same across all brands and stop, man advertising if, and marketing if man, you aren't going stop. to a test like a brand that's being tested which they should be tested probably at three different points of them making which is like the flour being tested the oil being tested and whatever is bottled being tested which some companies do do that. Like I know CannaSafe is a company in California that does really good testing, and a lot of people go to them. Um, but a lot of people don't have to do that, nor are they doing it. And mm -hmm. so the CBD you can find in certain oils will vary across. Like you might think you're taking 10 milligrams of CBD, yeah. but like the bottle you have doesn't necessarily have as much CBD as they're saying it has in it because it's not tested at every point. And that's honestly what's happening across the board. And what's happening with the prices, I feel like, is like there's now CBD in Walgreens and yeah, CBD. Big business. Yeah, but like what you see there, and it's freaking crazy. Um, like, say a 50 milligram bottle, which is nothing, or a solve 50 milligrams 
is not very much, and you'll see that in CVS for like fifty dollars. That's what drives me crazy. It's not at all worth that, and it's because it's probably going through all of these legs that need to get paid to do this, that, and the other. But once it gets watered down to that point, like we're just ripping people off. CBD and, should not cost that much. And so, like that. Does that make the prices at the dispensary now go up too? Because that's yeah, I feel and like the they have to charge more now. They right? have to tra- charge more now, <laughs> and they're, we're also dealing with once you're going to a dispensary, like going to CVS, you're dealing with tax, right? Mm-hmm. Going to a dispensary, you're dealing with thirty percent tax versus like nine percent sales Wait, tax. That's There's a, a that's a whole other crazy thing. Yeah, to do too. but there is a big difference. Like my mom even went to a dispensary. She's like, what that? What am I paying for? I was like, oh no. <laughs> now I'm gonna have to explain this to my mother as why she's paying so much money to get like the weed she never paid that. I much never money even for. thought about why that, why thirty percent tax in the dispensary versus what is it ten percent sales tax in yeah. general? What that's that's crazy. There's so many different. It's just for different people. Does California alcohol does. get taxed more than regular products. Yes, but alcohol usually is taxed. The manufacturer is taxed for the alcohol percentage, and it's very high. Um, And then that trickles down to us. But they're really taxing, like, the consumer at this point Mm. for everything. So basically everyone is getting, like, kind of screwed by these big businesses charging too much for not good CBD products, right? Because now the real guys got charged more for theirs, right? To be competitive or? Well, the little guys, I feel like they're having to deal with things that they can't necessarily pay for, like all of this testing and things. So like if you're bu- if you're buying at a dispensary that isn't a, a legal dispensary, there's only like a couple hundred in the state. Uh, so yeah. when you see thousands of them, yeah. there's a lot of them that aren't legal. They yeah. are probably the using <laughs> brands. It's closer, they're closer. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> in companies that don't have that aren't doing this testing and stuff because they're still mom and pop and they don't have they can't necessarily afford to get to that level yet and those st- still exist so black market still exists mm-hmm. and everybody's also or the government's trying to tax us on all this all this stuff that already that exists now so I, it's really just a game we're playing yeah. and the consumer isn't winning in this game of numbers just the consumer never wins really anyway right i feel like we, yeah we, but like in the cannabis industry we were hoping that the, the play fair yeah that you the know, cannabis industry would be that that industry that changed things that's definitely like uh, i've been around the cannabis but it's, yeah. industry or even the cannabis black market mm-hmm. um before it got legalized in so many states, and right, you know, like many of field for our so friends and things. Yeah, yeah. and it, there always did seem to be some kind of genuine level of business being conducted. I don't know if it's just because of the product it revolves around, or or the kind of people that do the business in that realm. But it was pretty honest. Mm-hmm. And then you know, anytime there's an opportunity there for money, that's why you got Philip Morris and all these companies, Monsanto getting into it. Yeah. They don't give a fuck about it. It's just profit. Yeah, and it wasn't profitable when it was illegal. Now right. that it's profitable, legal, they want to get in on it. Yeah, and it, I feel like you know you've talked about this extent for a while, and I've noticed it more. It's just the air of business around cannabis changing, becoming a lot less genuine. Yeah, it is, and I think the the people that are there for heart will kind will win out just because it's a mother plant and. The mother plant is going to be true to who it's going to be true to. I feel uh, like I'm a hippie, but oh, you can't tell with the necklaces and the bracelets. <laughs> Literally, two people go. Got... I can hear your chakras. I was like, oh my <laughs> god. I was like, I would only be You're the person. Johnny Depp a run for the money with the bracelets. <laughs> 
fuck. Look good. You look great, though. Hey, I, I wear a lot of funny shit, too. I dress like a beach ball all the time. I am in no position to not. You should show everybody your new fucking shoes. I know. Oh, God. Dude. I know. Those slippers. I love yeah. those. I was looking at those. I was at a wedding a couple weeks ago. I showed my girlfriend. I was like, check out these slippers. She's like, Oh, you do God. not need those. And then you were at a mother, wedding looking at slippers. Well, by at the, way. the wedding weekend, you know, it was my cousins, oh, it was my okay. family members. So it's like no one's paying attention. Yeah. My mother's looking at those. She's like, "What are you looking at those for?" Both these women in my life are like looking at me like skeptical. Like, why are you gonna get slippers? You don't They're like no ghetto, but but sauce. Yeah, I want to like wear them to keep my little feet warm when I'm surfing in the wintertime. Not little feet. Huge size twelve. <laughs> very very common size. Hard to buy shoes in my size. Yeah, my boyfriend's uh, size thirteen. Oh damn, you got some big it's old big feet. <laughs> that's what you got. That's not the only reason. Why. That's why you like. What I see. The truth comes out. I shouldn't have said that. That's on all right. right. Dude, that's a compliment. You didn't say he had like a size seven. No, thank so, God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know who that would be. Yo, you know what? Is there so there's this cannabis lube? Like you know how they have like I've seen these like there's sex, cannabis everything like cannabis penis sprays because they have a penis sprays. <laughs> I've Wait, seen these, can you man. tell me what a penis spray is? I've never seen them in like in in action. I've seen them being <laughs> given away at things. It's it's something that's like. I think it's like you mean a, like a lube or is no, it like no, a, it'll I, grow your penis? No, no, you, no, no. It's not like oh. some snake oil thing. It's like something <laughs> I, it, they sell them in sex shops, I imagine. And it's like um, it's something bad. that probably enhances similar to that lube you were talking about for women. Maybe it enhances the, the sensation for the men. Maybe it like keeps them like from breaking. Well, this fast is for men and early. women. You can't put yeah. lube on it. But I mean, I think it's like to stop you from like prematurely ejaculating. Oh, oh this is a different story. I don't You're know. really not telling the truth. No, I don't. I just don't know what's going on with it. I don't know what kind of, it doesn't say what it does. It's a lube that would help you not <laughs> bust nuts early or it keeps your dick hard. I don't know what it does. Maybe it restricts blood vessels. Yeah. But so maybe it's like, you know, a cannabis based Viagra thing. I don't know. Or maybe it's CBD. cannabis based? No, no, CBD. But that could, that's why I feel like they're just using the name. Just the, to the say some word. shit. Yeah, because CBD yeah. is in everything, man. Like, I you know. see it in so many things, and it's like this There's point, CBD water percentage. at 7-Eleven, folks. And like, like how much CBD You can't compete water. with that. You can't compete with $3, 10 how milligram much, water. 10 milligrams. 10 milligrams a whole bottle? Yeah. That's not nothing, though. Yeah, but 10 milligrams a bottle is enough for somebody that wants to microdose on CBD, and 10 milligrams is a perfect microdose. Is it because I smoke so much regular weed that a small, like, 20 milligrams of CBD doesn't really... Do as much to me. CBD also has to build up in your bloodstream. It's kind of like a vitamin. So you taking biotin to grow your hair, like you're going to take it once a week. Your hair is really not going to grow. Um, it's not going to really help you that much. It'll be a nice boost that day. But if you took biotin every day for two months, it would help your help your hair grow. So it's just, CBD is the same difference. Oh. Yeah. It's nice. It'll help you that day. It'll help affect your anxiety. It'll help your whatever is happening immediately. And as long as it stays in your bloodstream, but if you're not building it up in your bloodstream, then it's a really big difference on how it affects you overall. That's so, oh, and I learned that after my accident, taking CBD, thinking uh, like I could take it here and there. Did that kind of spark your strong interest to get into the CBD 5, biz? 5,000 million percent. Do you mind sharing? I mean, I know the story personally. Yeah. Would you mind talking about that a little bit? Super it's fast. A I've kind of gotten it to a short 45 seconds, I think, or so. Ooh, you practice no, that's not I, that I'm like trying to be a pro, but I'm not. <laughs> Let's see. Let's see what we can do. Um, so he's going to pop that open while I tell this really quick story. Bust a lot um, open. I was at a corporate job driving home from work on my way to yoga class. My plan was to go to yoga teacher training that January. It was December. Um, I got hit in the back while I was at a red light and basically just fucking flew back and forth like a little rag doll. Um, I broke two parts of my neck. I tore my lower back. 
I was out of work for six months. I didn't know what I was doing with my life for six months because I wasn't at work. That's all I knew for seven years. Um, and pretty much my whole life changed. And they were giving me opiates. They were giving me just sleeping pills just to shut the fuck up pretty much <laughs> to stop complaining. So that really didn't help me at all. And my friend is a doctor of cannabis. Like he wrote a book about cannabis. He has a PhD. Um, and he was like, hey, I know like we all smoke weed and that's tight, really fun. But like, have you tried <laughs> CBD at all? And I'm like, no, what is this thing you're talking about? And so it took me a lot of research and to understand like what even the difference was and how I could how I could take it and what I should be taking. And then from then on, I started taking like ton of CBD all the time. I was experimenting with different brands. Some things didn't really work. I didn't vibe with some things. I tried like vaping oils, like everything you can think of and started using it with meditation and yoga. I became a yoga teacher. I went to Peru and studied plant medicine. I do a lot of plant medicine work now. Um, and it literally has become my life. And this is the only way I'm surviving right now. So that's, I mean, that's what better way to like I don't know, be into the business of something when you're passionate about it because it had a personal effect on you like that to yeah. that magnitude, you know? And you're, you're uh, I don't know, like, like living proof that it's yeah. effective and stuff like and that. And I had, uh, I would say, part of the reason why it was so bad, just because it was probably my third accident, but it was the worst, sorry, it was the worst accident. Um, and I Sounds also got a severe concussion where my concussion <laughs> symptoms lasted a year, Jeez. if not more. Um, and I can still, I still know I'm affected by it. Uh, but CBD has helped with all of the like neurological problems and nerve damage that I do have in my brain That's... and in my whole like spine. But, oh man! But I know CBD is one of the only things that has helped me. And they told me to take um, specific uh, vitamins for like just to enhance your brain function and cognition and all that. So I've been doing that along with CBD and. I would say that if I were on opiates right now, I'd probably just not be in the space at what? all. I don't think if I would be in a holistic space. What opiates were they giving you? Uh, Oxycontin? Um, I didn't actually get that far yet. Um, but what did they offer to you when you were in the accident? They gave me a ton of Vicodin, just oh, okay. really strong Vicodin. And Vicodin makes me sick already. Yeah. And oh, I had our... fucking binds up my stomach. Yeah, it's... Like, I don't even, I don't know how it helps anyone except to, like, go to sleep if you can fall asleep on it. And then somas and, like, all sorts of just really heavy, Ugh. heavy things that made me feel really gross. Oh, man. Yeah. That's, so, I mean, you you brought this, you brought a few different um, tinctures over. But yes. this one that we were talking about before <clears throat> had something on it I'd never uh, seen or at least never noticed. And it's, it's... Um, <laughs> It's called CBG, and the, the yes. one I'm looking at is this Recept yes. uh, company that you were speaking very highly of, and I was like, I was like CBG. I was very, I don't know, what, right? Break it down for everybody. Me. So them. I'm not a doctor, and I'm not like the all knowing of this, but I am learning as I go, and I do know that CBG is um, the grandfather of cannabinoids, and it's where a lot of cannabinoids come from, and once you um, once you take CBG, it turns into other things. 
So CBG, what it's powerful for is the neuroprotective properties, which our bodies and brains need. Um, one, if like like me, I have brain damage, so a neuroprotectant would from the accident. Yeah. Oh Jesus. Yeah. So a neuroprotectant helps my brain uh, function better, and it helps the synapses get stronger, and yada yada yada. So I'm. I'm not a doctor. I can't explain it very, very well, but I do know that it is the one that helps most, um, mostly with all of the neuroprotective properties, which is what like causes like when we have nerve damage. That's all our neuro like neurology and all that system. So like I mean, like somebody like me, I'm always trying to do things keep my cognitive functioning at the highest level. Like I yeah. take lion's mane, mushroom, reishi mushroom totally. sometimes. So would that help me for that? Yeah. yeah. This is actually, so the CBD with CBG and the different terpenes that so are in it. This has both, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah. And it has different terpenes like lemonine that are ver that enhance your brain cognition and keep you alert and help you focus. Um, and this is, if you read all about it and all the beautiful things, um, the way they designed this, a doctor designed it so that it would help with brain function. Mm. And then they have a calm version, which would, which helps with sleep and all the good things. Yeah. 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 I like that. And this helps regulate sleep. So some people that I would say, if you already have ADD or if you're super, super hyper or something like that, taking, yes, yeah, taking recept will actually calm you down. It okay. will chill you out. Yeah, it's an opposite effect almost. And then, and then there was another one that had, I forget the name of the brand, it had oh. a valerian root in yeah, it, Yeah, right? Clearly CBD, and they're from Long Beach, and they're amazing. Um, Clearly CBD, use, they're actually growing flower um, in Long Beach right now. They're an amazing company, um, but their night oil has valerian root in it, and it helps just super, super relax your body and chill your brain out so that yeah. you can get some deep sleep. For you guys who don't know what valerian root is, I... I've talked about it on here, and I did a whole special on vitamins and supplements and herbs and stuff, and uh, that was one of the ones I was talking about that I use that I recommend for, you know, people who have a sleeping issues, and, you know, melatonin I always found to be kind of like baby-level, like, intensity. Never really worked for me. Valerian root uh, always was one of the stronger ones that, you know, 45 minutes later, you're starting to nod off, and it's great. Mm -hmm. So I saw that on the, on the tincture bottle that Tati brought. I was like, oh, shit, that's fucking, I got to have that one, <laughs> Because, you know, you know what I usually do, I try not to take the, the natural herbal sleeping pills and stuff anymore, but then you just, I'm like bong ripping myself to sleep. Yeah. Just heavy indica bong rips, so bang, bang, bang. I'm indica all day, indica all day. Yeah, but so now I, I take I CBD too. Yeah. I mean, I, I was telling you, I smoke CBD with sativa to, to allow me, again, to be cognitively functioning. Yeah. But, but not like anxious you know i always found like tell me if i'm wrong you know people who sometimes don't like to smoke weed they'll say makes me paranoid man yeah i i mean i get it no a lot of those I, people but i feel like <laughs> they are always smoking uh, sativa that's gotta yeah be that's so, too yeah. racy and i know that people are like oh it can't be that big of a difference blah blah blah, blah. but it's like difference. honestly if you did your own like flight do a flight and give yourself like 30 minutes in between each flight if you did like a, two sativas and two indicas, you will notice how Huge heavy indica bro. is and how alert you are with sativa. It's just, there's no other way to put that, yeah. right? It's, I think it's really clear. Yeah. I mean, I, I recently got some shit from a dispensary that was mislabeled by the girl, right? Two strains <laughs> I wasn't familiar with. And I'm, I'm, I'm smoking what I thought was sativa in the daytime. Before I go to work, I'm like holding my head like, dude, what the fuck? I am so, I'm tired, man. I'm ready to take a nap. Like I can call it a day. Yeah. And I'm looking this up and I'm not really, so I hit up my boy, uh, who's you know in the cannabis industry? I was like, hey man, is a blah 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 
a really a sativa strain? Or he's like, no, I mean, that seems like a pretty, <laughs> it's not really strong indica, but it's an indica. I was like, man. And then I told him about the other one. He's like, yeah, that's a sativa. And I was like, this fucking bitch. <laughs> and it's a big deal if you're expecting one totally yeah. different thing from the other. And it drove me crazy. A lot of people can't han- handle that heavy, heavy. Well, if you're not ready for it. No. And I'm a lot s- of people can't handle the paranoia of the. Yeah, I don't want to smoke that at night either. Sativa at like three Yeah, nine. your brain's go, go, go. I'm literally, I'll sit in the bed with my boyfriend. He's like, what are you doing? I'm like, writing down notes because I have to. I was like, my brain will go fucking crazy right now Dude, if I, I don't write down this joke. Usually the joke's about him. Yeah. I write down stuff <laughs> on my phone. I'm always writing stuff down. Yeah. Jokes, I, my notes are just like a crazy person. Yeah, yeah. Tati's a fucking comedian besides being like the CBD all-knowing and powerful. <laughs> I do uh, improv. I have a second city show, guys, next Thursday. Yeah, yeah. It'll be my last one for a little while because I'm going to audition to be in the director's oh. show. And I will have a show way often and I will bother everybody. Yeah, I'm down to come. I love, I've gone to your show. Yeah, before. you're a good supporter. And, uh, you I, and Luna. And my sister, boyfriend. Allegra, who hosts the podcast. Yeah, Uncle Allegra. Who, she also... Uh, like did a lot of improv comedy. She um, seems like uh, an amazing woman. She is. We get along. Yeah, I, I like. I, I always respect people coming off the top of their head with shit. Like you know, I mean, like I. I it's hard. Like radio it's, shows, this kind of shit. You're fucking. And fantastic. that's why I appreciate improv comedy because I know it's like you're utilizing. You the same are an improv comedian yeah, without having to I'm go to like the you. school. I don't go on the stages. And but stuff, you would man. do great. You know you would. Ah, you just don't put yourself in that position. I just don't like people. Sometimes. I like looking like an asshole. But you're more humble than I am, <laughs> and you're a model, and you're like funny, and I don't fit in. The girl, one of the girls in my class, and we're like good friends now, but she's like. Honestly, thought you were gonna be a really big bitch. <laughs> I was like, yeah, mo- yeah, yeah, I guess that that makes because sense. of the model thing. I guess yeah. I don't even think of myself as that, but I mean, I've met you some know. cool models in my day. I know some badass chicks. That yeah, are, I yeah. mean, there's definitely the quintessential, uh, st- yeah, the stereotypes, but you know, there's stereotypes of everybody. Yeah, yeah black get, people I, love fried chicken. Yeah. Yeah. Why I is everybody so fucking sensitive? Can we talk about that? Oh, I mean, that's talk about that a lot on here. <laughs> I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's just, I get told, like, in these improv classes, and I'm taking, you know, classes. They, oh, they limit you. They try to limit you? I swear See, to that, God. I'm not I will. into censorship. I'm not into censorship at all. And you would Especially think that these art. teachers who are comedians that have done this yeah, for man. 15, 20 years would be the first people that say, no. It's, it's disingenuous We're not doing that. Yeah. And usually comedians, in my experience, Some are, are the more outspoken. And like a lot of musicians and even writers are very apologetic in some ways. Except where I felt comedians are one of the last line of defense of free speech. Like, exactly, they, really they don't are. Buckle. Yeah, they shouldn't. Know? That's why I mean, we have no like Dave show. Chappelle and yeah. these. And I mean, dude, like you know. I love. I, I just love anyone speaking their mind, and people that speak their mind, and I don't agree with. It, just don't watch it. I don't pay yeah. attention. It's you, easy to turn that off. It is. I don't know why people don't understand that. Exactly. There's a lot you don't of shit have I don't to watch like. any. There's shit I think is trash. I literally don't and, watch TV because I yeah, don't have like any of it. I hate commercials. I, I, hate, I, I think advertising is like the devil. Click. I just, yeah, I don't have, I haven't had cable in 10 years. <laughs> I'm like, I want to be on a commercial, but I hate commercials. <laughs> <laughs> I would definitely take, if someone cast me, I was like, here's seven grand for a Thai commercial. You're like, oh, thank snake. you. I'll wash my clothes in Thai all day. <laughs> all day. I'll never see myself on the ad. <laughs> 
It's true. It's true. That's funny, man. That they, they in an improv. Yeah, and it's only improv, certain how teachers. How are you supposed to limit yourself it's, on the spot, dude? Exactly, and you well, you kind of learn to. Damn, that's tough. I see. That's why I couldn't be on like FM radio. I curse too. I say oh, crazy yeah, shit. Oh yeah, you fuck all that up. Yeah, so I couldn't imagine being in a in a place where I'm presuming that I can yeah make comedy out of out of anything and on the spot nonetheless. And now I can't say it X Y Z. Imagine if you have to do it with kids. They have like oh, kids that, oh, kids no, improv dude. shows. I'm like, I will totally mess this yeah, up. Dude, I'm not the guy you want around your kid. I would give him some real life lessons. <laughs> bad I'm, joke, bad I'm joke. A, yeah. But I mean, like, I'm just going to swear a lot. Yeah. And I know. Like, there's Bottom always, line. like, the time where somebody says something just, like, off, where you're like, okay, that's a joke about a child. You can't say that. That happens in improv. Yeah, it does. It does. It's okay, though. It's, it's a joke. It's, 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 man, this bums me out, dude. I had a comedian on here a couple episodes ago, my man Scott Kidd. Mm-hmm. And I, that's actually, when I talk about censorship, I, for reason, I always want to ask people in the realm of comedy about it more than musicians and writers. Because like yeah. I said, I feel like a lot of musicians are compromised. Mm-hmm. And even writers. They're and, edited all and, day. And people I know, writers and stuff. Are, yeah. Journalists, don't even get me started. But anyway, comedians I'm always fascinated to have this conversation with. I think we're on the same tip with yeah. journalists. And I didn't really get to have that same combo with him. And I wanted to ask him about stuff like that. You know, um, it's, it's just... Censorship scares me. It's you, you know? gnarly. Like you, it's, it's fucking just, scary. You dude. can't start anywhere. You can't. It's it's too much. Yeah. It's too much. Yeah. Yeah. And I just don't really a- approve of Kamala Harris saying that She's the president officer, should dude. be <laughs> taken off of Twitter. Like, who the fuck yeah. are you no, she's to be telling person. anybody? To do anything. It's funny in a time where like things like like marijuana and cannabis have, have become like legalized, and you have all this progression on the side of you know other drugs maybe even get recreationalized and legalized, yeah. and then you have such a, a a complete opposite pushback in other things. You know what I'm saying? Like like censorship and art. Yeah, totally. It's so weird that like we're finally getting things like weed legalized, and they're considering mushrooms like, and shit. Like open, that. open, but yet we be can't open. Talk about stuff, and I don't even agree with a lot of people that get censored. I don't fuck with some of these people. But I still want them to have the to right have to a say. Voice. Well, just because I know I want to say what I want to say. Yeah. And when I want to st- stand in the street and, and protest things, which I've done, I want it to be okay. And so I have to let these fucking guys do it, even if I don't agree with them. It's absolutely that's, that's free speeches. I think people don't really understand how it works. They don't. They're like, oh, that's not my opinion. I need to shut somebody yeah, when, down when now. You start picking and choosing that, then one day the pendulum is going to swing back where now yeah. you can't speak. Your one thousand percent. Do you think Kamala Harris like anybody wants you to speak? Yeah, this is terrible. <laughs> Talk about weed. Like, oh, people, she locked up in the state. Of exactly, and marijuana. you're going to be like, I smoke weed. No, you don't, bitch. Mm-hmm. We smoke weed. Yeah, she doesn't. You never have. <laughs> Not smoking weed, like it's funny. I I think, uh, yeah. I actually had asked asked Allie about this recently. I was like, maybe I need to take like a small little like break. I was trying to think when the last time I had Real gone break. more than two days without. Like I think there's been a couple of days where I've gone without flour. There was a time in Mexico two years ago, three days driving through Mexico with no flour because you just don't do that. Because you can't. And I didn't even have a pen. But most of the time, even if I fly to another country or place where I don't have flour the first day or so. I've got a pen. But I was like, when's the last time I didn't have any THC in my system? And in that case, would I just overcompensate with CBD, you know, to like kind of make up for the lack thereof of THC? Yeah. I don't know. Do you th- I- so honestly, like if you, I don't, well, honestly, honestly, I've never not smoked pot for yeah, a really no, long time. Yeah, so funny. I don't necessarily know what it's like to take CBD without THC. That's my honest truth. That's um, But I do know that when I take it, say, in the morning or something like that, and I have not had THC at all, that I can immediately 
immediately feel the recept when I take it. Um, and that I feel calmer and my mood is generally better. Like I'm not claiming like medical claims. I take it in the morning and I take it at night. Empty stomach <clears throat> food. What do you do? Empty stomach. Like one of the first things I do. Does it matter? Does it have not at all. effect? Okay. Yeah. It doesn't affect you really unless you're like super, super sensitive stomach. Um, but honestly, it's not like a vitamin. Like I take vitamins sometimes and I get, I get sick because of the vitamin, yeah, yeah. but it, this is not the same. And something all. you said earlier that I don't want to. <laughs> forget i want to mention is and you this is a great analogy is you were talking about how like you know sometimes if you take too many vitamins more than your body needs or really should be allocated for that day you're just pissing it out you just it's just wasteful and you know we're yeah. talking about the the, the the not the percentage like i guess the uh, the dosage strength in cbd products and how you know it's not that you really need more it's just your body's not fully or properly absorbing all the dosage that's in the the, the amount you take and you know, and I, I, what makes it less likely to be absorbed in my body? Is it what I'm doing, or is it the product specifically? No. So I mean, just like I mean, taking anything like if you're taking a dose of a vitamin, like you're taking one multivitamin, you're not absorbing all of that vitamin. There's no possible way you're absorbing that vitamin. And if you took three of those vitamins in a day, your body's going to flush out like 60% of it and it's going to not, it's not useful to it. So CBD, sometimes people will take a lot of CBD and think they have to take more or they need the 1,000 milligram bottle or the 2,000 milligram bottle and maybe they do because they have some serious ailments or they really can't sleep so they're going to take a higher dosage but if it's because you're really building up um, you know, you're building up a tolerance to it, your body can't take all the CBD at once. If you take a thousand milligrams of CBD, your body can't absorb all of that at once. There's no freaking possible way. So what Recept, one of the things Recept is good for is that it's liposomal. (laughs) Um, And our body has liposomes and it's like the smallest thing that could get into our bloodstream. And so because it is liposomal, it's a unique technology they use. I don't really know how to explain it, but it's a unique technology that they have and it makes it super smooth, super small particles so that when you ingest it, it goes directly into your bloodstream 20 times faster than any other CBD oil. Cause they mm. don't have that technology. It just doesn't exist like that. Um, and that unique formula allows you to take in more and you don't need as much because you're actually absorbing it. Yeah. yeah. So that's, cause that was like, you know, one of my things I've been, I've, I've been hitting you up for weeks. Like, oh man, I need to get to, <laughs> yeah. to you on the CBD plug. Cause sometimes I get shit in there's certain brands like CBD living is a brand that I found to be very yeah. re- reliable in terms of what I take. It Consistent. actually feels like it. Then some of the other ones I get and dispensers have such a ragtag assortment of what they have one day versus the next in terms of CBD stuff. Yeah. And it's just like hit or miss for me on like does it really help or not you yeah know? and cbd living i would say is an, another good brand i've worked with before oh, okay cool they're an awesome brand they're consistent they're tested so their cbd is great and i think um just there's a lot of good brands there's there's a lot of solid that i would call maybe um i don't know your go-to brand oh, yeah. right like there's a go that's cbd living i feel like is a go-to brand um and let me try to think of another example um, like just CBD, that's a go-to brand. Like they, in meaning go-to, like they have everything. They have oils and yeah, CBD yeah, and yeah. vapes. Stuff like they have dogs. the whole gamut, and they're all tested oils. It, you can know, you can count on it. It's not going to hurt your mama, and it's good. Um, and the only thing that's I feel different about Recept is that it's unique in that a doctor created it, and then it has different technology that it actually does get into your bloodstream faster. 
and they have medical tests that are backing up their claims versus like a lot of other companies that I mean they don't have their own testing they yeah. don't have their own medical claims they don't have anything that can necessarily back, back them up except for CBD works we know cbd works are like the best way to absorb it right see under the tongue yeah, absolutely yeah, yeah far better than edibles or topicals edibles are good you can digest them as i mean i would say edibles are good if you're used having a healthy edible i yeah, gummies <laughs> if you i just found this uh this statistic out but gummies are 75 percent of all cbd sales because what do you think it's because it looks like a candy it's sweet people are scared it's gonna taste like weed because it's easy because yeah. people know it. I get gummies. People don't know oil. I'm not good. Yeah. People are doing that oil wash bullshit, that olive oil <coughs> washer. Have you ever done that? No. The pulling? Nah. The oil I do oil pulling, pulling for uh, coconut oil on my, my gums. So you do that. I would never do that. But I don't do it. Not a CBD one. I do it for just... But for, people do that with olive oil. They oh, do that really? with... I, I, yeah. see, I use coconut oil. I do it, I do it in the to morning. To me, that would make me vomit. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a pain in the ass. And I, they say you're supposed <laughs> to do it for 20 minutes or something. Uh, I do it for about two minutes is is a goddamn like godsend if I can get to two minutes. I, any idiot who does twenty minutes is just, not an idiot, but you're crazy. You're just crazy. I know if I have a friend who actually did it for it that. It does one. help my gums out though. Does it? Yeah. Do what? Like, it keeps like the gums healthy, not so sensitive. Cleans them too. Helps with plaque. Something that you can't do with toothpaste. I mean, I do it with that, but toothpaste I don't is more for the teeth. I feel like less for your gums. Toothpaste helps with gums. I mean, it's all good, dude. I, I mean, <laughs> as long, hey, look, as long as you don't need a root canal every year, it's yeah, fine. Yeah, that's serious. I just, I, it doesn't make me sick. If I've never had sick, a cavity. Ooh, wow. Knock See, on I, wood. I, I have, I'm more sensitive to sugars. I'll eat a little sugar and I'll get a cavity. And some people uh, I know can mouth like a candy bar a day and never yeah, get one. Yeah. So I take a little extra care of my teeth. I carry dental floss and toothpicks in my pockets. Oh, uh, you're like my dad. I'm a little manic about it. <laughs> like, I, my teeth stay easy from coffee or uh, yeah, apple but, juice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, but I and I, smoking the weed we smoke. Yeah, that's probably, I mean, thank God I don't smoke cigarettes. I'm sure Oof. I have yellow. I, I would look like a crazy person. Too. I, I never really noticed that about smokers. I guess they get cigarette smokers. Oh, so, yeah. They get yellow fingers. You have to be a real cigarette smoker to get <laughs> them yellow fingers. <laughs> I, I work with an older gentleman who's like probably you know like your father's age. Who he's like one of those old school smokers. Like yeah, yeah. You know he smokes cigarettes in bed probably. Right oh, now. Oof. Uh, he's loving that cig. He's waiting for no the next one. Open. He's oh, lighting God. a cig, waiting for the next cigarette to light oh, itself. God, oh, it's scary. Gross. You know what's funny is like certain people I know who work or even just heavily involved in cannabis recreationally or like working like yourself. Mm -hmm. Nobody never smoked cigarettes and I never smoked cigarettes. My boyfriend and I were driving past a restaurant. And we saw two old people walking outside like to smoke and like really huff and like really love oh, cigarettes. Cigs. Yeah. Gross. And I've like haven't seen that in a long time. Yeah, man. Really? It's. It's harder now because not everywhere you can't smoke People inside. are looked down upon. Yeah. That's what I hate. People can't be free to smoke now. Everybody hates you. Yeah, it's true. You know? I don't smoke. I mean. Whatever works. I don't smoke though. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I smoke cannabis pretty much anywhere I want. Well, in That's what countries. I do. And then I feel like people think that's a problem. I smoke it. I'm like. Yeah. Some uh, probably don't like Silence. That. Yeah. <laughs> but people, I mean, I think it's just the smoke in general freaks people out. Like, yeah. I won't lie. Dude, cigarette smoke fucks me up. Like if, if I'm around five people smoking cigarettes, dude, I'm leaving. Like it's, it makes me cough. I, it's like, awful. But I'm not going to shit on them. But like. It's rough. I, so I get if I was smoking weed and you're walking your little child around me. Like you don't fuck love you. It. People look at me like I'm crazy when that yeah, happens. I mean, I'm sorry, guys. Yeah. I would have to teach my kid about weed if I ever had a kid How you when I have a kid. subject at what age? That's a tricky one. I, when you find mommy's like, well, I don't know. I'm not going to ask you about your personal shit. My, my family, 
a lot of substances were used in the house. Not just yeah, our family and understands At an early age, substance. I was exposed to these things. And then at yeah. an early age, I began using these things. So mm. I don't view it the same way most people do. So I don't really know how, how people would handle it. With I kids. would say my mom tried to pretend she didn't smoke weed for so long, even though we knew that's what we were smelling it's coming out of the room. It's a real hard hide. So it was just a very yeah. um, interesting thing, like com- being a, a, like a senior in high school, say, or whatever, or like my brother being a senior in high school and I was in 10th grade. Like we would just be like, Mom, mm. come on. Like, yeah, let's by the be time honest. you know already, right? And then by the time we got to college, smoked my fo- first joint with my mama. Oh, that's cute. And now she calls it mama's medicine. And we're well, good. that's the thing now, too, being that it's, it's legalized in so many states. That Loving it's, it. It's, it's not so taboo. Like, yeah. I feel like a parent, the same reason a parent can come home and smoke a cigarette or drink a beer, they can do the joint thing. It's not illegal. Like That's why I love these cannabis mamas. You fucking preach, yeah. bitches. And yo, can I, tell me if I'm crazy, dude. Tell me if I'm an asshole for this. So, for my say my friend. <laughs> I'll his, tell you. <laughs> yeah, if my friend and his son come over to my house, his friend and his girlfriend and his son, they're coming over and we're having a nice dinner. My girlfriend's having cooking. a nice stew food. And so, dinner, like, whatever, right? maybe they're having a drink. They're drinking some whiskey or they're drinking wine. And I, I want to smoke weed on the fucking porch. Am I a god? No. What? You have a beard? This is bought legally in a store. This isn't a narcotic I purchased off the street corner illicitly. I bought this in a store and I paid the state of California tax. 30% I might add. Yeah. Am I a bad guy? I can't go smoke on my own fucking porch. You can smoke oh, on your porch. Oh, can you not I do it around like... my kid? Can I? Dude, you're drinking a beer in front of your kid. That's the yeah, same shit, bro. Alky. I'm not fucking smoking meth over here. We're not shooting heroin, dude. I'm doing something legal. It's legal just like your beer, just it's like your whiskey and legal. wine. Get off my fucking back. Tell your kid to grow up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. That's great. Yeah, it's, That's it's a good conversation feel, dude. to have. I feel like it's honest, man. I mean, it's when I was honest. a kid, it was illegal in Massachusetts. Everywhere. Yeah. Even California. It was Boston illegal. was a hard one, I feel like. Yeah. I mean, it, they, they legalized it, I think, two years and three years ago. And, but it was hard, you know, like the Northeast everywhere. I don't think any state other than initially California was cool with it. Yeah. I think it was like, you know, they're all good. I think it was California and then um, and then maybe Washington, uh, Oregon. That first did it? No, I mean, like those are the first few that got cool to it. Oh, but yeah. I even felt like, you know, even in the Northeast, even Vermont, which is like fish and hippieville, but isn't New York way they were way slow? Oh, they're the worst. Yeah, dude, they're like they're, they're they're they have the Rockefeller drug laws. I mean, dude, I spent three days in jail for like a like less than a gram of weed once. Oh lord, yeah, Jesus. man. I mean, they they were they were very strict up until just this year. Yeah, like just right now. I Literally. mean, dude, getting smoking weed in public there was in a that risky fucking asshole. thing, dude, dude. Sorry, no, that's all right. I mean, it's just it's just crazy because like to see how it, it's changed into a legal thing now, and then the thing is, everyone's attitude has to change now. So did you hear that the banks have made, like, they had a new banking law passed? Allowing cash at dispensaries to, to be accepted? Well, allowing banks to take the money take now. The money. So they don't have to have goddamn armed guards. The, s- the mil- Senate still has to vote, apparently, uh, but I think it's I mean, that's, that's just crazy because you've got these businesses operating on a million-dollar scale weekly, and they can't put their money in the banks. And they have these guys. Have you ever seen the guys that transport the money out of dispensaries? Not the little security guard who's in there when you show your ID. But the dudes who take the money and bring it to wherever, they're like Blackwater. These guys are uh, essentially hired mercenaries. They have like AK-47s. I'm not even shitting you. They're trained military dudes uh, and because they're dealing with so much cash. They're running a million dollars out of one spot a week. Too. I'd have an AK on me too, dog. It's crazy, dude. I'm just saying. It's crazy to me. Like uh, that. I, I mean, I think they need to allow that to happen so it's... I mean, it's a business, dude. You're taxing it. I know it's not federal yet, and I think the federal hang-up is the thing that keeps it from 
you know, just going through where they can operate totally like legit businesses. I don't know. I think it's it's. Do all you think it should be federally legalized, yes, or do you think it should be descheduled, or? Well, I guess if you're going to get that particular, I'd have to know what the differences would be. I just, I mean, I would like it to be where if you go from California to Arizona, there's not an you're issue, cool. or Alabama, or I think all the states should be cool. You're not going to get arrested. Yeah, and not hung, they're going to hang you down, there, dude. <laughs> Cut your hand off like it's fucking Iraq, dude. Like it's not, they don't yeah, play in those places. Fuck? You get arrested for cannabis in some countries, and I mean, some, some uh, states in this country. No, and really? it's like getting arrested in another country. Yeah. Well, hemp just uh, became legal in uh, old Tejas. The old That's Tejas. impressive because that's uh, yeah. That's another big anti-cannabis stronghold. You know? Yeah, they are. They're fucking nuts. Yeah, man. I mean, it's... And then I know, uh, Thailand, which is a historically strict They're drug laws... They're killing people for it. They just decriminalized cannabis. But, like, dude, they would literally put you in prison for life. You might as well yeah. shot somebody. No, really. Like, yo, that's <laughs> yeah. scary, man. That's why, like, I go to countries, I travel a lot. Depending on the country, I'm very selective of what I do and don't do that. And who you will do it with. Yeah, oh, yeah. dude. I mean, like, yeah, it's South America, Central America, yeah, mo most parts of Europe. Most parts of Europe. I've um, done some fun things and stuff. Yeah, but there's, like, dude, if I've never been to Turkey. I'm probably not touching any hash. No, nah, dog. I'm not trying to get don't Midnight Express. Mm -mm. No, nope, you don't. Southeast Asia. I've been to Japan you. and we didn't even get flowers. Smoking hash only. Yeah, you that's what You can do it said. in somebody's house. You don't smell not like Not in public, like, no. They'll fucking lock your ass up there. Damn. Yeah, they're strong, dude. They're strong. I am I, not trying to fuck with them. I was, one time I was a juvenile in Japan and I, I shoplifted <laughs> a bottle of absolute vodka from a liquor store there with some my Japanese friends. Huh. That was a little reckless. As Quality. 18. That's That could have got me in jail in yeah. Japan. Really? And I bet the prisons are small there. I'm a big guy. I need a little space. Yeah, they would have loved you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christ. <laughs> I, I might have loved them. You never know. Yo, my God. God. Going to jail Tell in a foreign country. Smart. That's the That's a Damaged nightmare. podcast. Yeah, dude. Oh, mm. man. I, I'm, I'm, very, I'm very selective about that. So I, in terms of it going federal or descheduled, I guess I'd have to really know what the fine print is. Yeah, I guess just some people say making it legal will let all of the big the big men come in. I feel in like they're already it. already coming in. I know they right? are. You I know feel like Marlboro had yeah. farms, farms. Monsanto. Waiting, waiting. Yeah, they're ready for it. And you have them, the tobacco there. companies were doing a lot of the legislate or the uh, advertising anti-cannabis and then we got legalized we're like let's Guys, jump woo! sides and let's get this money. We're all about that life. Yo. Been smoking weed. What a, okay, so vaping, right? Fucking a. Massachusetts just posted a, a four-month temporary ban on all vape products, tobacco or cannabis. They're so full of shit. And it's funny to me because <laughs> you didn't legalize cigarettes, which are still killing way more than anyone's died of vaping yet. So that just seems like a stupid band-aid to put on. But is there what, is there any validity to the concerns of can not not tobacco vaping? I know that's probably bad. Cannabis vaping being bad. Okay, so tobacco vaping is bad because it's tobacco. Go and there's nicotine in it. We get addicted to it. It's not good for us and all the things. I don't know how many chemicals they put in tobacco uh, vape oil. Like, I don't know. Maybe no. it's the same as cigarettes. If it's the same as cigarettes, then it really sucks. So if that's what they're talking about, then yeah, take the chemicals and pesticides out. That would be amazing. What's happening with cannabis vape cartridges is that they're all coming from overseas. They're all Chinese so bullshit. Nothing made over here that we like it? <laughs> So everything that these people are replicating, like all the stizzy carts and yeah, all these yeah. popular ass carts and all the like ones that look like fruits and yeah. all the things, they're all coming from China and they're bullshit and they're they're ripping off all the people in America that are actually making really good carts that are tested. Yeah. And these carts you can find in all the dispensaries we've been talking about. 
and all the things. But like, so I, I the reason I actually started paying attention. There's a kid in Boston I know. Now I wouldn't say we're f- we are friends. That's, uh, but we were cool. Yeah. And uh, he died very recently, like a month and a half ago. And I, no. s- I, I we, we didn't stay in touch a lot. But I saw it on Facebook. And I'm like, oh man. And it didn't say how he died. And I was like, what? Then I see his mother on there posting. Oh no. And eventually she says, it was, a, and he was like my younger than me actually, yeah. probably like 34. Uh, 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 related to like breathe or lung problems related to cannabis vape yeah and i was like <coughs> fuck that's a kid i know who died perhaps from cannabis vaping and but that it's just but we know it's he's not probably doing bullshit stuff but it just kind of made me like stop and be oh but ooh. in terms of the vapes it's not nec- it's not the cannabis it's the attitude yeah 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 it's the cut it's the cut it's and like that's when anybody what's cuts fucked drugs up, though because when somebody's buying a vape cartridge they're not expecting themselves to be inhaling something they're not supposed to be inhaling i've got yeah. and that's what they're putting in these mixtures to make them thicker yeah, to make yeah. them this that and the other and that's what's killing people because you're not allowed to inhale vitamin e oil yeah. it's not supposed to be inhaled and it probably clogging. becomes like a carcinogen of some kind it turns into a carcinogen yeah, yeah. yeah and once you're inhaling it, it goes into your lungs and it's not like my my boyfriend has a friend in michigan and michigan's been well there's a lot of like car bullshit and all that stuff there because they couldn't get it before so there's a lot of black market that's what brought all of this in is black market so if they made yeah. it legal this would yeah, go away take away the fucking yeah. power make dude. it fucking legal guys you didn't learn your lesson with prohibition and the mob and shit back in the 30s <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> you think they did but nah that's, son yeah that i don't know that just it was just interesting that the, the vape thing but yeah it causes pneumonia it causes your lungs to like not be able to process like it, you just they can't function anymore and yeah, people man. are dying Oh, wow, so your friend was literally like one of these people. I mean, this is just what his mother posted on Facebook. I haven't spoken to her. But still, there's like only six cases reported of actual deaths. And yeah, or they said, what, 400 or something like that? That are sick. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought it was 400 that died. No. Six deaths, 400 of okay. people yeah, have and been And that's why in I just hospital. took notice. It's like, I, I mean, like I said, me and this kid aren't friends, but we were cool. Yeah. And just to know somebody in that small number was like, whoa. I actually know one of those it's six. I up. thought it was 400 and something. but No, I know one of the 400. You know one of the six. That's crazy. Dude. That's fucking scary. God damn, dude. So I basically, I've been sticking to flour lately. Yeah. Uh, I'll show all you flour all day. Tra- tra- full of carts. I'm going to show you. Speaking up. Yeah. yeah, dude. Speaking up, dude. Let's All right. If up. you had to be Cheech or Chong, who would you be? Oh, wow. I said Cheech initially in my heart because he's the goofball. And I fucking love Cheech. Oh, uh, you're Chong's a goofball. Chong's my homie, though. I love Chong. And I've met him before. That's he's good. a good guy. What's your, uh, bef- okay, before you take, take before a Before I chief. Mm-hmm. Being that you're a comedic entity into your own self, as well as a woman who works in the cannabis realm, mm. what's the best stoner movie of all time? Mm. Or one that you really like fancy, that's on the top of your head. I mean, the class, just because we said Cheech and Chong, honestly, Cheech and Chong Up and Smoke is one of the best that's fucking movies on really the planet. Uh, kids, young kids, you don't know and about this And half-baked Dave Chappelle as... Ultimate genius. Yeah, he is the best comedian <laughs> of all time. Little kids out there, if you're an underage kid, and you, if you're 21 and, and under, if you're, if you're smoking weed right, right now that you podcast. stole from your dad's uh, drawer <laughs> or whatever, this this is what you do: go blaze that ganja, go watch Half Baked and any Cheech and Sean classic, especially Up in Smoke right now, especially if up you're young. Up in Smoke for sure, 